Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the KSR Pre-Show on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's Shannon the Dude and Billy Rutledge. It is the KSR Pre-Show, Tuesday, November 9th. Shane and the Dude being joined by Billy Rutledge in Lexington. You can give us a call on the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line, 502-571-1080, at Shane and the Dude, at Billy R Sports on Twitter. Got a lot of talk, lot to talk about today. Kentucky Duke later on tonight. It's going to be a late one, 930. Oh. Yeah, not looking forward to it. Yeah, which means it'll probably start at like 10 o'clock, maybe a quarter after 10 which means it'll be over around 12.30, which means the post-game show will get going at about 1.30. Right. And you'll get about two hours of sleep and roll in here tomorrow morning. Yeah, like, it's going to be... Like a it, zombie. It's going to be a late one, and I'll be hosting the show with you tomorrow. You know, Matt was... Um, I mean, he was a little upset after the... Not the Miles College game, but the Tennessee football game, Shannon. He called one of the callers an idiot. Well, so, I mean, don't be an idiot. Two in the morning. Who knows what's going to happen? In <laughs> well, this you know, two in the morning after after a game like Duke, Kentucky, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of callers. But if it were just a regular, you know, Kentucky Robert Morris game at that time of morning, nobody. I mean, are people really listening? If oh, they yeah. Are, if they are, they're probably wanting to listen to coast to coast and talk aliens <laughs> and ghosts. I think there's a committed listener base to any UK sporting event wanting to listen to the KSR post game show with Billy Rutledge and Matt Jones. So, uh, <laughs> I love how you say Billy with Billy Rutledge and Matt and his sidekick Matt Jones. You no, know? I really appreciate Matt joining the show uh, this past weekend. And he made a lot of good points. Oh man, so we'll let him do it again tonight. Yeah, do you get to talk on the post game show? Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I chime okay. in. Okay, because I mean, I think Matt really gets a kick out of you saying the uh, post game show with Matt and Billy, and now you just said you just doubled down. You said with Billy and Matt, right? Well, you know, I started. I just I put it in the description. I never said it on the air, <laughs> and now it's just kind of snowballed it's into what its, it is. It's becoming its own thing now, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of Matt, uh, before we get to Kentucky and Duke and to your uh, phone calls last night, Matt and I. Went to Monday Night Raw. Oh, nice. Just a couple of bros hanging out, watching some wrestling at the yeah. KFC Yum Center. And it was weird when we walked up, too, because, you know, normally when there's an event at the Yum Center, or any arena for that matter, there's a lot of people outside, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we get there about, I don't know, 20 minutes before the show, and there's like two people outside. It it was really weird. It was like there was nothing even going on there. And I was hmm. like, well, is anybody showing up for this thing tonight? Did they move the, the venue or what's going on? Well, I know a lot of times you set up the QMF tent outside of like the Yum Center before a concert. You're saying there was nobody out there? There was nobody out there. It was weird. And then you go inside and you kind of see why there was nobody out there. I mean, most of the people had already gone in, but they had the entire upper arena blacked out, like curtained off. Hmm. All right. So there was yeah. nobody in the upper arena. Everybody that was there was in the lower arena. And then they have like a hard cam side you know with the camera set up yeah so when you're watching it on tv the place looks full but right. in reality there's an entire i don't know there's probably i would say a good 10 to 12 sections 
uh-huh. that you don't see on TV that are just blacked out. Blacked out. Yeah. So, I mean, there was maybe, maybe 6,000 people there huh. in, a, in an arena that holds, what, 23,000? Right. So it was just, it was just a really weird. I kind of felt sad. It was like, it was really quiet. I'm like, not to sound like an old guy, but when I went to this stuff back in the 90s, you know, when I was mm-hmm. a teenager and, and wrestling was at its height, I mean, the place was sold out. It was so loud. You couldn't hear yourself thinking that we're sitting there last night going, man, this is, this has really changed over the years. Like nobody was even there. And the people who were there were so quiet. You could hear a pin drop. Now, how does, uh, something like the Louisville Raw compared to like OVW, Shannon, like well, entertainment value and, and well, things like that? Yeah. I tweeted this out last night. And I mean this, uh, from an attendance standpoint, WWE is always going to beat OVW. I mean, that you know, even with 6,000 people, we'd kill to have 6,000 people at an OVW event. From a production standpoint, they blow us out of the water. But if we're talking just pure entertainment, OVW stacks up there with anything that WWE has done in years. I mean, the product is just boring. And I'm talking about WWE. Really? Yeah. And I'm not saying that OVW is boring. I'm saying that we, I think we're more entertaining than WWE. We just just don't have the money to back it up. As someone that doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, I can say the most entertaining wrestling I've seen is when I've been endeared to the wrestler. So when it was Ryan Lemon and uh, Amanda somewhere in the OVW ring or Richie Farmer, things like that, somebody I know, somebody that I relate to. There you go. So obviously I I relate to OVW and some of the local personalities. I kind of love that about kind of what you guys have done. Yeah, tell me Ryan Lemon out there with a shirt off is not entertainment. I mean, now you just need pyrotechnics yeah, exactly, and you need man, blacked yeah. out seats to make yeah. sure he looks like yeah, in well, full capacity. That's right, man. That's exactly right. <laughs> Once we move to a new venue, maybe you could have uh, a couple of people hold some sparklers when Ryan Lemon walks out. You right. Know, you got to start somewhere, right? We start with sparklers. <laughs> they have big pyros. But yeah, it was a good time last night, uh, even though it was kind of sad, but um, always a good time to be able to go out and, and watch a WWE show. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk a little Kentucky. Kentucky basketball tonight. Here it goes, man. Tip off for uh, Kentucky basketball season. Kentucky Duke, 930 tonight, as we mentioned, on ESPN. Uh, what do we think is going to happen tonight? I think, first of all, Cal is probably going to play, what, seven or eight players? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I would say eight or nine. I think he tries to find that rotation of seven or eight. Yeah. But, I mean, don't you think it's going to be hard to keep some of these guys off the floor, at least for the first couple of weeks? Yeah, it, it depends. It depends on how they're playing. I mean, I think the lineup will probably be Ty Ty, Wheeler, Sheboy, Keon, and Kellen Grady. That's that's my guess as to what the lineup will Which be. Which is not what we predicted at first. No, no, Remember, it's not. Remember, we, we both thought that Mintz would find his way into the starting and, lineup. And that's what I'm still wondering. I mean, who, who are the other two or three guys going to be? Is it going to be Damian Collins? Is it going to be Bryce Hopkins? I think uh, it's going to be tough to keep Davion Mintz, who was your best three-point shooter last year, off the court. I don't know how you don't play him. And it's a good problem to have for Cal. He's got too much talent and not enough spots on the floor. And a guy like Jacob Toppin, who played well versus Mile College, I think he'll find some time at the four. Look, I'm expecting a Kentucky win, Shannon. I'm going to be bullish about this. I mean, we need to start Coach K's final season off with an L. And, you know, Kentucky's looking to prove themselves after that 9-16 and season. You remember uh, Coach Cal said at the end of one of his coaches shows at the end of the year last year he's like enjoy your time now next season will come soon enough mm-hmm. well next season is here man yeah this is it i mean i know we're experiencing a lull with the football team right now but this is a time to seize the opportunity and on a big stage like madison square garden i'm expecting the guys to come out strong tonight yeah we didn't even mention miles college 
uh, yesterday on the show. Never did. Who, who looked to be the greatest three-point shooting team in the history of the world. Man, what did they have, like 11 threes it, in it the first insane. half? It was insane. I mean, you know. That's, Made their first six? And, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that I'm looking to see tonight. You know, how is Kentucky's defense going to stack up? Can they guard the three-point shot? Uh, you know, can Oscar Sheboy is he healthy enough to be able to battle underneath and, and get the the rebound battle? I think you got to win that. I think that's important for tonight. And he, you know, he's going to go face to face with a guy that Kentucky really wanted in Paulo Benchero. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy. It's what six ten two fifty versus six nine two fifteen. It's going to be a battle in the trenches. And we've talked about the front court depth, Shannon. What is behind Oscar Sheboy? What is behind Keon Brooks? How is this game going to change if Sheboy gets into early foul trouble with this Paulo guy? Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, yeah, you're right. This uh, Paulo Bonchero, who I've only seen play like once, so I don't really know. I mean, obviously he's a great player. He's a five-star guy. Kentucky was recruiting him hard. He had 21 points and nine rebounds in their first game. And by the way, they, they crushed their first opponent. It was kind of what I thought Kentucky was going to do to Miles. Oh, did they have an exhibition game? Yeah, they only had one. They beat, uh, I think it was like Winston, Winston Salem State, I think was the team. So I'll take it for what it is, but they won like 106 to 38. So they hmm. crushed them. So, you know, I, you know, after watching Miles, the game against Miles, I am a little concerned about our defense. I feel like if you play defense like that against Duke, you're going to get smoked. But don't you think this could be a great opportunity for Cal to say, see, see guys, this is how you can get beat. It can be against anybody. Yeah. It can be against even a Miles College. You have to be able to do the little stuff, and that includes guarding the three-point arc like you did so poorly against Miles. Yeah, and they can't get beat down low. I mean, it, like you said, if Sheboy gets into foul trouble, uh, we're going to be in trouble. Well, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, are you going to go to Bryce Hopkins and Damian Collins, those that, two big guys down low? I would put Hopkins up against him, man. He's got that at body. The five? He's got that body, man, where I feel like he could bang against anybody. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know if it would work, but I feel like it could. Cause he just looks like a dude who could just go out there and just bang with people and He's get rebounds. He's the guy you him. highlighted very yeah. early on. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And you know, talk about guys having big performances on the big stage. Who is going to be somebody that rises to that occasion? I know we've talked about Tyrese Maxey and the great game that he had a couple years ago, but remember the last time Kentucky played Duke, they were blown out, Shannon. Yeah. I mean, it was. 118 to 84 in 2018. So I try to forget about that. And you know what? That year, (laughs) Kentucky still was a couple free throws away from making the Final Four. That's true. So how much does this game really mean mean, in the grand scheme of things? uh, Not a whole lot, really. I mean, it's one game. You know, you're playing 30. You lose against Duke, it's not going to hurt you at the end of the year. If you have a great season and you lose against Duke, I mean, you can still get a one seed. And, you know, we think that this is going to be the last time that we ever see Coach K I don't oh, know. Oh, come on. Don't what? start with this. Well, I'm just saying, play this out in your mind. All right? <laughs> Kentucky Duke. We know how uh, K-Wood went out. We're going to play K-Wood Lefford's, uh, his last call when Kentucky played Duke in 92 and Coach K jumped on the broadcast. But play this out in your mind. Okay. Uh, how great would this be if it all came full circle? Kentucky Duke in the tournament and Kentucky knocks out Duke on Coach K's last game. I think it'd be the only thing to make up for that. 1992 game, Shannon. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there to experience that pain. You weren't even born. I was not even born. I was a twinkle <laughs> in my father's eye. But I could say that would make up for it. Yeah. All right, so we want to hear from you. 502-571-1080 on the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line. Uh, you can tweet us at Shane and the Dude at Billy R Sports. And, and we, we got a new text line. Yeah, a text machine. Yeah, let's uh, share the number for that. The number is 502 502- 
414-1724. You can text us at 502-414-1724. Yeah, so if you're not on Twitter, I guess that's what you do, right? It's anonymous, right? I mean, you can... That's probably, yeah, yeah. If you're going to do, like... Cuss oh, us out or, you know... Yeah, that's that's where you tell do Tell us it. some strange remedies. This yeah. is kind of the place to do it. Well, maybe that's why you get all the text uh, stuff right now, because I, I don't have that set up on my phone yet, so... If anybody texts, that number is going to Billy. Not, oh, we'll not get you me. set up. Don't okay. you worry. Shane. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Got a lot to, uh, to talk about. We'll take your phone calls coming up next. It's the KSR pre-show. We'll be right back. By my attitude that I most definitely from. Hey. Now, back to the KSR pre-show on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back to the KSR pre-show. kind of wish I was in New York tonight. That's yeah, I've great, never been. That's a great atmosphere, man. Great atmosphere in Madison Square Garden. Is it just not crowded the entire time you're in New York? Like Madison Square Garden, New York Times. Is it just not packed? Oh yeah, I mean, with but that's, peoples and rats the entire time. Yeah, but that's part of it, man. You throw the rats in there. That's just part of the charm of New York City. It's a lot <sighs> of fun, man. I, I told you this last week. You got to go to New York just one time. Just to take it in and experience it. It, it may not be your thing. I'm not saying it's going, it's going to be. It's not for everybody. If you don't love hustle and bustle and just, you know, sensory overload, then you may not enjoy it. But that's the stuff that I love. So I, I kind of wish I was there tonight. Yeah, something you got to do maybe once or twice. Yeah. Um, I've gotten used to the rural lack of streetlights here in Kentucky, but I'll, I'll definitely make a trip one time. Maybe we'll go with the KSR pre-show one of these days. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, en route to Seattle, you know. That's how we do this KSR. By the way, speaking of the KSR road trip, I hear that later on today we are going to map out our route to Vegas. Okay, all right. Are you still wanting to go to a Packers game? They may give you Jordan Love's parents' seats yeah, uh, for the game. <laughs> I would take it, though. I would take it. Uh, I don't know if we're going to go to the Packers game or not. That's the thing that we didn't really take into account. It's not exactly easy to get Green Bay Packers tickets, you know? I mean, right. And, and on top of that, it's a Bears game, and it's coming up in like yeah. a, it's coming up in just a few weeks. So if we got this maybe last year all set up, because mm-hmm. we knew we were going to go on this trip, I'm sure. So if we'd had it all set up ahead of time, it would have been a lot easier to get tickets. But now we waited until the last minute. We're probably not going to be able to go. Yeah, the, I guess the season ticket holders, when they're actual owners of the team, they're less likely to give it up on StubHub or something like that. Yeah. You know, and here's another thing about these road trips that I find really interesting. And we'll get to your phone calls in just a second, I promise. But, you know, sitting in the back seat like I always do on these road trips, I noticed that Matt, you know, he uses the GPS, right? He uses the, the, the GPS on your phone. But he never hits go on the button. Huh? You know what I'm saying? You know, you pull up like, we're okay, we're going to go from Kentucky to Vegas. You pull that up on your, your app. Yeah. But he never hits go. So, so it doesn't tell you the turn-by-turn direction? No, no. That's why it takes us a year and a half to get there. And my, so, the, my theory is on this, I huh. think there's a psychological reason why he doesn't do this. And my theory is it's because Matt Jones does not like to be told what to do by anybody, <laughs> even if it's Siri. All right. So he will he refuses to hit go and it drives me crazy. I'm like, you got you got the thing pulled up there. You don't even have to think about it. We missed so many turns on the way there, but I guess that's just part of the road trip, you know. This doesn't make sense to me. So he it's just a bird's eye view of the entire route. Yes. Well he'll he'll zoom in, right? He'll zoom in with where you can but it won't tell you what the turn is. He has to zoom in yes. for the picture yes. to show him where to actually turn and where he's at. Well, I mean, he he has evolved. I'll give him credit because for years 
He wouldn't even use anything electronic. He would literally get out an atlas like it was uh, 19, the map. like it was 1970. And we're trying to figure out how to get from one point A uh-huh. to point B across the country. So he has evolved. He does actually use the app, but he won't hit go and it drives me crazy. And I think, I really do think there's something to this. He doesn't want to be told what to do. Well, I love, I love your reasoning for it because at first it didn't make any sense at all, but now it does. I mean, I could now see it where Matt would refuse to press the go button because he doesn't want somebody to say that. Yeah. But at the same time, he's driving the entire time, right? There is no chance for anybody else to drive. No, and you know what? I'm fine with that. I am totally fine just sitting in the back. I've got a movie or something going on my my iPad, and I'm cool with that. I don't want to drive. I hate driving. Little Conway Twitty on the speakers. He can play whatever he wants. He's driving. He's in control. And then the other thing is Ryan always rides shotgun. Always. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ryan the Navigator. Well, no, eh, he doesn't really navigate. He just sits up there, and he actually has the hardest job because he doesn't drive, but he has to stay awake because, you know, on a road trip, Mm -hmm. you got to stay awake. That's well, right. The, that, that, the navigator, whoever's in the front seat, you got to kind of be a wingman, don't you? That's, that's exactly right. So, yeah, that'll be happening in a few weeks. So, oh, boy. No, good luck. Man. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. We'll be doing these pre-shows on the road. Uh, yeah, from who knows where. So, anyway. Chin, chin five. Yeah, exactly. You never know. That's what makes it so fun. 502-571-1080. Let's start with Tony in Mount Washington on the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line. What's up, Tony? Hey, Tony. Hey, what's up, Shannon, Billy? Hey, um. This is in reference to uh, Madison's uh, voicemail. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to let you know, Shannon, I'm set up in the corner over by the dumpster <laughs> at New Wendy's in Mount Washington. I got these Frosties for you, man. They're three sizes, small, medium, and large. They come for 2 to $4. That's the good stuff, brother. <laughs> I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah, the brand new Mount Washington uh, Wendy's. Meet me in the corner. It's the hot spot. Hey, man, the, the only the only thing his uh, message was missing at the end was holla. <laughs> the J Rock. It sounds like J Rock. All right, man. See ya. <laughs> oh, that's right. Y'all have a good day. All right. It's yeah. a good J Rock impression. Yeah. Uh, Ryan told me he he said that was the best part of the show yesterday. Us playing Madison's voicemail. The voicemail. Yeah. I just loved you didn't you just gave him a butt dial and then he texted you for the next two to three hours. I know. You need, you need a shirt. I know it. I just wonder. I just wonder if that happened to anybody else. It had to, man. Well, actually, you know what? I say had that. To. I say that, and I know that it did because somebody sent me a screenshot of all the uh, text messages that he sent, and this went on for like the entire day of Madison trying to sell shirts. Like, hey, God bless him, man. man. Hey, yeah, he's I, hustling. I, I am not knocking the hustle. The I hope, American dream. I hope he sells out of shirts. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty. Let's go to a Smalls on the phone. What's up, hey, Smalls? Smalls? Hey, fellas. Good morning. 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 Got two things. Uh, one thing to watch tonight, um, I think if Severe Willard can stay out of foul trouble, he'll disrupt uh, Duke's point guard. They've got a little shaky uh, deal going on there. And secondly, Shannon, you can still find tickets to the Bears game on uh, Ticketmaster's resale. There's a ton. We just bought four last week to go up uh, for that game, actually. Okay. Good information, man. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Speaking of the Bears, did you see the Bears game last night? I did. I did, and the refs were as bad in that game as they were in the Kentucky-Tennessee game. That was, a, that was a wild finish. Uh, potential game-winning field goal goes off the bottom bar of the, of the goal post. No, no, it didn't. Huh? It didn't. It was an optical illusion, and Steve Levy, the Monday Night Football announcer, was fooled by it. What? It was I, actually 10 feet short. Really? Yeah, it barely landed in the end zone. Well, 
I watched it, and it looked like it went off the bar. I know. So, yeah, the camera was behind the goalpost, and when it went, landed 10 feet short, Steve Levy, the Monday Night Football announcer, goes, and it's off the off the post. This Everybody said, single doink. Yeah. And You're then the replay, 30 seconds later, it was 10 feet short. How is that possible? I mean, I watched the same thing, and I thought that it went off the bottom post. You're telling me it came up 10 I'm feet short? You. Yes, I'm telling you. I've got to go back and watch that again. I mean, Bears played great. Justin Fields looks like he could be a really talented player. But, I mean, some calls made by the refs in that fourth quarter. And then that. Did you see? Okay. I, I don't that know. single doink that never happened. Yeah. But did you see this, too? Uh, Cassius Marsh was hip checked by a referee and got flagged. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw that. What is that all about? Go. It's just this emphasis on taunting that the NFL has no, right no, no, now. No, I'm talking about the referee hip checking a player during the game. And then throwing a flag at him. Yeah, I, I think he was in the process of throwing the flag before the man hit, hip checks him like a hockey player. But I, I've seen that same video, Shannon, and it does look like the ref is kind of going into him. Yeah. What the, now, the Bears player was looking this. towards the sideline. That is literally why they called the taunting penalty, Shannon. He was not talking to anybody. He was not looking to, at anybody on the field. He was simply looking at the sideline. The league has gotten very, very soft. Yeah, that that was really strange. Now, you've got to look up and see that it did not hit the post. I'll do that during the break because now you've got me tripped out. Because I saw that. I'm like, it hit the post. Well, I thought the same thing until Steve Levy had to hold his head in shame. I'll tell you something else has got me tripped out. Squid Game on Netflix. That have you is, seen it? I, I've, I've watched the first episode and now I'm freaked out. Oh, you're only one episode I'm in. Only, well, yeah, I'm two episodes in now, but I, it just, that is the most strange show I think I've ever watched. And it's now really after that good. first episode, I'm walking around going red light to myself to see if I can stand still without getting shot. Oh, it, that's, it's got me mentally scarred. That is a, um, I don't know, what, it's a very sobering moment yeah. when that happens for the yeah. first time, isn't it? Yes, it is. We'll take your phone calls coming up next. It's the KSR pre-show, the show before the show. We'll be right back. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. You're listening to the KSR pre-show on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back to the KSR pre-show. Shane and the Dude, Billy Rutledge, Cats in New York tonight. Did you see Times Square all lit up with BBN billboards? Those electronic billboards? I did. I did. You got to love that. Kind of reminds me of uh, Josh Allen when he was getting drafted in Nashville. They had that big poster up downtown so good to see that yeah now you said you've got some text coming through on our text machine yeah thank you to everybody that is um sending us text 502-414-1724 by the way the text machine is not sponsored so to a couple of you that have reached out um we are inquiring about that kind of stuff we've had a couple people text in one person says shannon that the game time app has a ton of tickets if you're looking for bears packers game okay might check and, into that. Um, another person says matt might be scared the gps will put him in the lake like the office episode well, <laughs> there's some truth to that but i feel like if you're on an open road and there's no lakes around you i feel like it's okay to you know maybe not have to look at every little turn that you're making and maybe let the GPS tell you where to turn. Okay, so I date myself a lot on this show, Shannon, and how young I am. Yeah. But I did have to use MapQuest yeah. during a time. I did have to print out oh the directions okay. and yeah. have to look at it uh, during my trip. I'm not sure how people pulled over on the side of the road and just asked people for directions because I thought MapQuest was difficult enough. 
But I did have to use that at one point. Yeah, you know, for remotes, when we would go out and do broadcasts for you know for various stations here at the at the uh, station here at iHeart, I, I would have mental breakdowns because if you miss a turn, you're lost all of a sudden. Oh yeah, and you got to stop off at a gas station and ask, "Hey, how do I get to you such have to and ask such a bar? local?" On which oh dirt roads to take yes. to even get you back where you need to be going. Yeah. So it could be incredibly tough. Yeah. 502 571 I want to play this hilarious post-race clip from Ben Rhodes. If you don't know who Ben Rhodes is, uh, NASCAR driver from Kentucky, just won the NASCAR Truck Series. And he, he got a little drunk, I think, <laughs> after the race and before the, the actual interview. And here it is, about a minute of Ben Rhodes. Couple too many Bud Lights. Oh my gosh, yeah, here it is. Let's just play it. This is going to be the weirdest press conference ever. You know what? Here's what I got to say. What was the question? Freaking out on the inside because we had radio issues and I couldn't talk to them. So I'm like really angry. I was pissed. Pissed. And let me say something. Right, I got the mic so I can say anyways. So... I was pissed. And here's how this went down. I said, Zane Smith, this is checkers or wreckers. I'm going to blow the motor trying to catch you. (laughs) Sheldon Creed tried to get all, you know, funky with me. And I said, ain't happening, Mamma Jamma. Bye-bye. Third place is cool with me because I had the championship. And, uh, wow, I talked really fast there. And I said, you know what? Championship's cool. Kind of sounds like George W. <laughs> Hope I answered that question. I'm, I'm pretty zen. Thanks, my good friend Bud. We'll go to Bob. My wife looks really embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? We're champions. I think. <laughs> all right, I'm just going to end it there. It goes on for like five more minutes. I just love that right there at the end. We're champions. Nah. Nah. I think that should be like yeah. every, what everybody does when they win a championship now. Just go, nah. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to Ben Rhodes. He's from Kentucky, and he just yeah, Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. only twenty four years old. Yeah. All right, five zero two five seven one ten eighty. We got some phone callers on the line, so let's go to uh, John Short. What's up, John? You're hey, a great, John. Amer- great American. Well, great Americans. Well, we're going to win two games tonight. That's right, women's. That's right, win by fifty five billions tonight in women's basketball. Yep, they play Presbyterian, right? Yep. And we're going to be doing about five biggins tonight. Five biggins. I, hey, I'll take Man, I'll take close. one biggin. I'll that's take one biggin. What else is going on, John? Yeah, we're going to win in volleyball this week. How many biggins you got on that? Three games to nothing. Should be five games to nothing. Okay. All right. All right, John. We appreciate so, it, man. You're welcome, guys. So I'm, I'm ready for our biggins. Our game tonight, our women's on 90.5, isn't it? It is, John. Yes, it is. And the volleyball team plays Georgia next Wednesday, November 10th. And, John, are you going to be able to stay up late for this game? I mean, I don't know. Are you a night owl? Can you sit up till midnight to watch Kentucky play Duke? I can, yes. I, yes, I, I believe it. I ain't going to do that, yes. Okay. Here's what needs to happen. The women's team and the men's team should be at Madison Square Garden, and the women's team needs to play Duke for the men's team. That's what it should be. Kentucky, Duke, women's and men's basketball. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got another men's basketball game before Kentucky tonight. Otherwise, that would be a good idea. It would be good. And have every single TV channel televised. Not just ESPN, but every TV channel televised it. Yeah. All right, John. Well, we appreciate it. We'll hear you probably later on KSR, right? You're going to call later on? 
I am. Okay. All right. You're a great American. Great American. Peace out, homie. Okie dokie. <laughs> I tried to get him to say it. Sometimes he'll say peace out, homie. Now, when he falls asleep on the line oh. a couple times on KSR. Pure gold, man. The radio the best gold. content yes. that we've ever had. Yes, it is. And sometimes he'll just sleep right through like a full segment. We'll put him on. We'll have other callers on there, and he'll just continue sleeping. That is going to be me on the KSR postgame show tonight, Shannon. I tell you, <laughs> whenever we get off, 2.30, 3 o'clock, and we pulling a John Short tomorrow morning for the pre. I will say you are a gamer for coming in off short rest like that. I mean, like we said, you won't probably be in bed till what three o'clock. Then you got to be right back in here. That's no. right. Yeah. At least yeah. Matt gets an extra hour of sleep. Yeah. By the way, what whatever happened to the? Uh, I was asking Dick Gabriel this because he was hosting the Leach Report today. Whatever happened to the twenty four hour marathon tip off? I love that man. You could. Turn on ESPN at any point, mm-hmm. 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, and there would be two random teams that would be playing. And, you know, it's great for college basketball, and it's great for a lot of these smaller schools that otherwise probably wouldn't even get a game their entire season on ESPN. And it just kind of went away. I don't really know what happened. Yeah, I don't know either. Because, but I do remember it, Shannon. Yeah, I remember 24 hours that first day. I mean, it was jammed packed. Maybe it was ratings-wise. Maybe it wasn't working out that way. Yeah. But. Well, I, do, I do yearn for something like that again. Yeah, and it always led up to the uh, Champions Classic tip-off. So it's one of those things. Is like, come what on. What time do you think we back. get started tonight? Like, there's no way it happens before ten o'clock, does it? Mm, no, no, it won't. Because you know there's going to be there's going to be reviews. There's going to be timeouts. It's probably going to be a close game. You're going to have a lot of free throws at the end of the game. It's going to drag out. Then first of course, game of the year is always a little sloppy. Oh yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to get probably going around. I'm going to call ten fifteen. Ugh. Be I'm ready a, to fill time. I'll set the over. Mike. I'll set the over under at ten ten. You going 10-10? over? You going, going over under? under. I'm definitely going under. You think 10-10. it's going to start before ten? If 10-10. it starts, yeah, I think it starts before ten ten. If it starts after ten ten, I'm already going to be in a bad mood. I mean that, that it's already going to be like three o'clock when the post game show ends. <laughs> All right, five zero two five seven one ten eighty. This is the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line. Let's go to Andy. What's up, Andy? Hey. Hey, what's going on, Shannon and Billy? Uh, better hope that thing don't go into double overtime tonight in this uh, state Kansas game. <laughs> I can see uh, it happening. It could. I, I would for Kansas to win by double digits, though. Um, what I was going to talk about was, uh, you was talking about earlier, how many players Cal end up playing. I could see him playing 10 or 11 guys tonight, and, I, and I'll tell you why. You mentioned the first five, and then – Obviously, off the bench, you're going to have to play Mintz and Toppin. I mean, these are guys came back last year that pivotal parts of the team last year, and I think Toppin's going to end up being more valuable as the season goes along. And then you got Sheway, who's going to, at all likelihood, at some point, get in some foul trouble because Ventura is going to take it inside on him, and then they're going to have to bring in either Collins or Ware, and Cal's probably going to try both of them out to see who works better. You know, the defending and, and doing the matchup thing. And then you, uh, that's nine guys right there. And whether he played Hopkins or Allen, I don't know, than CJ Fredericks, you know, with the injury. Yeah. But I could honestly see 10 or 11, uh, players tonight being played. And, uh, well, last thing, I'm Team OVW and Shannon, you know why. Oh, yeah. I'll hang up. Hollywood Haley J. That's right. Andy's got a big crush on Hollywood over at OVW. He gets that in every show. He does, Kevin. yeah. Every he, show he gets that he, in. He is her biggest fan. Yeah, I mean, maybe he plays nine or ten players, but I don't know. that. It just really depends on how the game plays out. I mean, if you have foul trouble, Kyle's going to be forced to do that, um, you know, depending on how the game goes. But I, I think in a perfect world, Kyle wants to play seven or eight guys, and that's it. Well, I think he's got a bad taste in his mouth. 
after the platoon season and after how hard it was to recruit the year after. But let's just simply look at the roster because Oscar Sheboy is going to play a big part in this game. But what happens when he comes out of the game, Shannon? Andy mentioned Jacob Toppin and Davion Mintz as guys that are have to get into the game because they have experience. So now you're at seven. Yep. Who replaces Shibwe? Maybe Lance Ware? I'm thinking now Lance. you're at eight? Yeah, I'm thinking Lance. So that means you're going to play this game with eight players without Bryce Hopkins, Damian Collins, or Dante Allen. It could happen. Again, I think Cal's going to use this game and sort of fill out what he's got. And it's, I think he's still trying to figure the whole thing out. I think he wants to play seven or eight, but, you know, depending on what happens and do those guys off the bench produce for you. And if they don't, then he's going to have to go elsewhere. And again, again, that's a great problem to have when you have that much, that much depth on your bench because a few seasons back, he got burned where he didn't really have anybody to go to on the bench. He's not going to have that problem this year. Right. Many not even having enough guys to practice at times. But, you know, maybe the fact that these guys are all doing their NIL deals together. Uh, shows that they're a close group and won't divide themselves if somebody doesn't get some playing time. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're killing it in, in NIL. They just got another one yesterday. Where? Uh, the Kentucky basketball team just got another NIL. Oh, Morgan deal. and Morgan? Yeah, Morgan and Morgan. New York City doing yeah. that ad? Yeah. That's incredible, and I think it's going to have an impact on recruiting more so than how you play the games this year, Shannon. Yeah. I mean, I mean the walk-ons are making there, six figures. There you go, man. I mean, there are guys who are walking on, may not even see the floor making six figures just by simply being on the roster. Now, back in the day, back at Bellarmine, if NIL was in effect, yeah. where do you think you could get a deal at? <laughs> uh, White Castle, maybe? I don't know. Fazoli's? I can't even get a Fazoli's endorsement now. What are you talking about? Hell, I got, I'm on uh, state, statewide radio, can't even get an endorsement of Fazoli's. Ty Ty can, though. He's rocking a man, man. Were he you just, a pitcher or a hitter? Pitcher. Reliever. Okay. Coming Reliever? Out, coming out of the bullpen. Yep. Setup guy? Old number 20. Uh, Closer? Well, towards the end, I mean, I had an injury, so I was kind of the mop up guy. I would only come in when we were up by like. Oh, the 30 seconds left? Yeah. Like, the game. Yeah, yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. Like my junior year, I didn't play. I was out with a shoulder injury. And then my senior year, I lost so much uh, velocity at that point. It was, it was spotty where I came in. I came in just a few games. I probably played six or seven games my senior year. Now, what, what did your uh, pitch look like? Did you have a fastball, curveball, slider? Well, yeah, or? the four-seam fastball. You had the yeah. two-seamer. Okay. Then they had the knuckle curve, which is an over-the-top. Knuckle curve. Yeah, yeah but coming, at, like a... coming at your eyes and drop down to your knees. And then a circle changeup. And a circle changeup. That was okay. my, my repertoire. I like it. Yeah. Knuckle curve. I don't think that's very, I mean, you don't see no, that very often. You don't see that very often. You're right. Yeah, it's very unique. My ERA was zero, too. I think nobody could hit me because I was throwing so slow my senior year. <laughs> 502-571-1080 if you want to get in on this last segment. It's the show before the show, the KSR pre-show with Shane and the Dude and Billy Rutledge. We'll be right back right after this. Listening to the KSR pre-show on Talk Radio 1080. Final segment of the KSR pre-show. Shane and the dude and Billy Rutledge talking UK Duke later on tonight. But Billy, you were telling me about this uh, Florida coach and their quarterback in some sort of dance that the quarterback was doing, and he got hurt because of that. And the coach sort of outed him, right? Yeah, we got to talk about this. So Dan Mullen. Yeah revealed yesterday that Anthony Richardson, the quarterback for the Florida Gators, missed the game versus South Carolina because he injured himself dancing in the hotel room on Friday night. (laughs) Now, after this news came out, Anthony Richardson posted a video on Twitter 
of the dance that he did that got him hurt. So I just retweeted the tweet at Billy R Sports at Shannon the Dude, Anthony Richardson's tweet of the dance that he did that injured himself before the South Carolina game. Shannon, hopefully you can look at it. I'm up now. seeing it right now. Yeah, it's no. called the pin drop. Why would you do that for some TikTok likes? I guess. Yeah, you're just getting hype, just yeah. dancing. Yeah. Now, for our radio audience that can't see the video, you have to put your foot behind your knee of the other leg. You then fall to the ground, land on the foot that is behind your knee, and then do a 360. That is, is that a good way to describe yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here looking at it right now going, uh, if I did that, I would end up in the ER. <laughs> I'd tear no something I could, yeah, if I did that dance. There's shaded. no way I could do that. So I guess we can't really blame Anthony Richardson for getting hurt before the South Carolina game, but we may want to ask why you're doing that dance before the game. Well, TikTok, you know, it's all about the TikTok. The generation. That's right. Hey, uh, and uh, I do want to say thank you to everybody tweeting us on the text line, 502-414-1724. We're getting a ton of responses, Shannon. A lot of them saying that they uh, they prefer the show before the show. Well, that's good. That's good. I thought we. I think we talked about that. Well, at one we need point to get that, that podcast. We need to get that podcast back up to the top three again. We've, uh, yeah, we've dropped down so. a little bit. We've taken an L. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, we've fallen down quite a bit in the rankings. I, 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 think, I think you get that boost though, when you know you have a new show, you get all the subscriptions, people rating it, it shoots right up to the top. We have a lot of people that listen live. Yeah, too. yeah. that has nothing to do with podcasts, right? There you go. There you go. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty. Let's go to Stephen. What's up, Stephen? Hey, Stephen. Hey, Billy and Shane, just want to say for one, I love the show. Thank you. And I've got I've got two statements. So the other day there was a team picture of the team up there in uh, New York. I didn't see Dante Allen in it, and there and another one. If you look close enough, Lance Ware was in a boot. Do you all know anything about that? See, this is why I love our fans because <laughs> most fan bases would not even notice something like that. But you can't get anything past our fans. I did not notice it. Did you notice it, Billy? I did notice it, but I have not heard anything otherwise. So it could be precautionary. But that is a great find, Colin. All right. I was just curious. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can't get anything past our fan base, man. That's why Any I- social media posts. Yeah, yeah. Any sly comment from Cal that could be taken another way. Yep. Inst- he's ready to pounce. Instagram story. Somebody's going to send a link. You know, it's all. It's, it always happens. Let's go back to the phone lines. We got, I think this this is Randy, but it could be, you know who? Oh, fake Randy. Do you Savage. think it's fake Randy Savage? Randy. Actually, is the Macho Man? I think he's playing a clip. It's really good. Okay, there you go. See, I, I promised wow. promise that he would he would finally get it to speak his piece. We finally got to hear what Macho Man was going to say if he ever got through on the lines. I don't think that was an impersonation, though. I think he oh, you thought a, it was him. I think he was just playing a clip. I could hear. Oh, crowd you noise. thought it was a clip? I could, hear, I could hear crowd noise in the background. I thought it was a good impression, but I really couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah, I think that's because... Because it was a clip? Yeah. Let's oh, see. that's that's controversy. I, I don't like that. That's weak, actually. Yeah. If you're going to call in and be fake Randy Savage, you got to do the you got to do the voice. I've wanted to hear what he had to say. Yeah, you can't Not just, the clip. Yeah, you can't just call in with a clip. 
that's the case, I'm I'm so so now I know why Matt has hung up on fake Randy Savage all those years. Matt was smart to do that, but I was just curious. I just wanted to see what would happen if we let him go. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty. I'll have to get the names on the phones because I can't get the names and do we uh, do we have time for this Kwood Ledford? Yeah, let's let's do this. Let's play this. Uh, This was Kwood's final sign off, and Coach K. I'm sure you guys have heard this before. We played it on KSR before, but I thought that it would be appropriate since this is, in theory, the last time Coach K will ever play against Kentucky. Coach K's right. Duke team will play Possibly. against Kentucky. Yep. So uh, let's play it. Here you go. This is uh, K Wood sign off with Coach K. Perhaps Adolph Rupp said it best. I'd like to borrow his words for my goodbye that he used in his goodbye speech, and the words are these. For those of you who have gone down the glory road with me, my eternal thanks. From Philadelphia, this is Keywood Ludford saying goodbye. Well, here's Coach Mike Krzyzewski. Great game, Mike. Apparently he's going to sit in with us for a minute. And Coach, congratulations. It was a great, great game. Thanks, Keywood. And I just, I wanted to seek you guys out because all the Kentucky fans would be listening. And just to say how much empathy we have as a staff and team for the Kentucky kids. They... They were absolutely sensational. It was one of the best college games I've ever, maybe the best I've ever been associated with. And so many kids from both sides made great plays. They made coaches look good. And uh, I feel bad for them. I hope I hope you believe that because Richie Farmer and Jamal Mashburn, Pelfrey, uh, Jamel Martinez, those kids we've gotten to know over the years. And they're great kids. And CM Newton and I are as close as anybody can be and uh, I feel bad for him along with our exaltation so to speak and I uh, just want to congratulate him on a truly fantastic year and I hope we represent this region now well when we go to the final four. Coach K that's uh, and thank you and for a great career for you. Thank you kindly. All right. And congratulations thank you. and good luck to you. Thank you very much. That was very nice and I know well met from Coach Krzyzewski who uh, congratulates the Kentucky team and it was a great one. As we started to say this does it for us. From Philadelphia Kaywood Ledford saying goodbye and God bless you and this is the University of Kentucky Basketball Network. There you go. Good find, Billy. We've been playing a lot of uh, Kaywood the last couple of days. All right, yeah. Well, we we, we got to play the hits, right, That's Shannon? Right. That's I mean, right. And a lot of class there from Coach K. How about that? That was after the 1992 game, Shannon. That was going to be Kaywood's last broadcast on the UK Sports Network. He was wrapping up the entire broadcast Coach before K Coach went. K came over there and said, I want to speak to you but on your last call. Yeah. He would call, go on to call, I believe, the Final Four for the NCAA, but that was his last call for UK. So a special moment uh, as Coach K kind of butted in there right before it ended. Yeah, classy move by Coach K. I loved hearing that. Loved hearing K Wood as always. So um, just thought that was appropriate to play being possibly. Hey, it's a special yeah, night, man. Yeah. It's going to be a special night, win or lose. That's right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Otis. What's up, Otis? Hey, Otis. Just wanted to chime in real fast. Um, that penalty last night in the Chicago game, it was because that guy did a, a roundhouse kick in the air, and that was a unsportsmanlike conduct. And I want to say, um, I think Cal's going to probably go 10, 11 deep tonight just to fill out the rotation, see who's, who's, who's up to the task and who's willing to play and go all out tonight because it is Duke. Nevertheless, it is Duke, and, you know, we got to play our best game. So I know it's the first game. I believe in the Cats, and I believe we'll come out with a victory. All right, Otis. Thank you for the call, man. Yep, it's going to be a fun game tonight, Kentucky and Duke, as we tip off the basketball season. We're out of time, man. We've got phone callers that will have to just hang on for KSR. Did you see that roundhouse kick? I did. That, that, that was impressive. That it was, was good. Yes, yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yep. All right, it's the KSR pre-show. 
Shane and the Dude, Billy Rutledge, I know you're going to be tired tomorrow. If I'm morning. awake you're tomorrow. Gonna, yeah, you better answer the bell. You better be here. <laughs> there you go. There's your bell. KSR is coming up next. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.